Hello and welcome to the newly developed podcast Warp Pipes, an in-depth look on Nintendo and its glory. My name is Jacob and I will be talking about how the famous video game company Nintendo rose in the ranks to become a giant in the industry. Nintendo is a Japanese company that was founded in 1889 by Fuzajiro Yamuchi when they originally sold Japanese playing cards. The company at the time was known as Nintendo Playing Card Company LTD. The cards that were sold were for a very traditional Japanese game called Hanafuda. Even though the company was having great success selling their cards, Hiroshi, Fuzajiro's grandson, felt as if the company could expand into bigger and better things than just cards. He traveled to the United States to visit the largest card-making company in the country, and was surprised to see their small offices. Nintendo tried out various different industries to expand their company into, but couldn't find much success in any of them until 1966 with the Ultra Hand Club. By 1977, the company began making its very own home consoles. An example of those consoles was the Color TV Game 15 that was only sold in Japan. The console offered one of many different versions of the famous game Pong. 1981 was a big year for Nintendo. They released a game called Donkey Kong, and it allowed Nintendo to sell products that they licensed themselves due to using their own characters. Nintendo was able to establish themselves as part of the market when they released this widely successful game. Then, the video game crash of 1983 hits the United States. This was due to poorly made video games, a surplus of them, and home consoles being sold. Consumers had way too many options to choose from, too many video games and consoles. Video games were made in just 6 weeks instead of 6 months, just to get quick cash. And to add to that, the home computer was a new technology dominating households that could play video games and store work documents inside, making it a multi-purpose machine. A lot of stores couldn't hold the capacity of the new games that were being released, so they tried returning them to the now-defunct publishers of those games. Games such as Pac-Man for the Atari and E.T. for the same platform were buried in the desert in Alamogordo, New Mexico, which was later excavated in 2014. It wasn't until the release of the Nintendo Entertainment System in 1985 that changed the industry forever. The focus of the market shifted from the United States to Japan because of Nintendo's huge success that corrected the industry's previous shortcomings. We wouldn't have the video games of today if it weren't for the critically acclaimed console that saved the industry. For the next part of my podcast, I have interviewed one of my best friends who I have known for a very long time that takes a big interest in video games created by Nintendo. What was the first video game you've ever played that was related to Nintendo? Thinking back on it, it may have been a Mario, it would either be a Mario or Donkey Kong game, an old Super Mario Bros. game, or Mario Kart Wii. One of the three. What was the moment that you had that got you into playing games from Nintendo in general? Well, that I can totally remember. 
I remember I was with you, uh, you wanted to play Mario Kart V, so I said sure, I wasn't really into Nintendo. So then, I just picked Yoshi, my favorite character because he's green. I just liked what he did on the Wii, and then the rest is history, as they say. Just started from there, that fateful day. What is your favorite Nintendo video game, and why? I don't think there's anything that stands out as a favorite video game from Nintendo. I mean, I like a bunch of them, don't get me wrong, but... I've also seen other games which I like more, but that's not to knock anything from Nintendo. I like their games. It's just I don't really have a particular game that strikes me as it's really good compared to the rest. Like, nothing really stands out. They're well-rounded company, if you know what I mean. What do you like about Nintendo in general? Again, it's like I referenced earlier. There's really no particular thing that stands out. It's just... They have a well-rounded... They just are so well-rounded. I feel like they could reach any clientele they want to. And I think that's just it, I mean, you have people in their, like, 30s still playing Nintendo games. There's really nothing that strikes me that is an obvious answer, it's just more of, like, their well-roundedness. If you ran Nintendo, what sort of things would you do differently? Like, in the past, would you have done things differently? If I were to run Nintendo, I'd probably focus less on the adventures and more be producing the off like the spin-offs, like the sports and kart games, like right. that. So I probably would provide an interesting set of ideas, but I think in the long run, if I'm being honest, I don't think I'd be able to keep up what Nintendo has already created. So I think right. it's best to leave it to the professionals. But yeah. that's what I would do. What sorts of ideas do you have? So like, in the sports games, there was there's tournaments and stuff. In Sluggers, I actually do seasons. So, like, maybe do a season mode or something like that. Increase the AI difficulty, maybe? So like, add another level or something? I've seen videos with level 4, the hardest AI isn't all that hard. Like, a couple days ago, my brother was invited to do a uh, Mario Kart Wii tournament, I believe. So, we did 150cc, 32 races on hard. I actually won, like, by like 10 points. It was actually like a pretty convincing win after I pulled out, out an amazing gun back. So, I'd probably try to utilize the power of the Switch more. Oh, I also just realized I'd probably change the Smash roster. Now, it's too late now, but if there was going to be Smash 6, I'd definitely change the character rosters and move some characters some newer characters, which I think make no sense. This would probably be controversial, but I'd probably remove Daisy from the lineup too, because it, essentially, uh, from what I've seen, she just plays like Peach, which means Echo Fighter or a duplicate, just as a different playable character. Bring back Black Yoshi, because they had and removed that Yoshi costume, and increase the amount of slots. Like, maybe the Switch could be 12. 12 million smash so like if you have like smash 6 increase the slash to 12 you could have i could put in all 12 different yoshi colors in that thing, 
we just come up with a bunch of different color schemes for other characters too. I'm not sure, but I might be able to bring back Mario in his American costume from Toadstool Horror and, and, and give Luigi that too. Give Link a brown costume, uh, not sure why you'd want to do that, but okay. Try to convince Sega to let me use more of their characters, and you've seen Knuckles, uh, maybe you haven't, but I've seen Tales of Knuckles be put in, in fan-made rosters, like dude, they're perfect. If you could get your hands on an old video game from Nintendo, what would it be and why? Actually, to answer that, it wouldn't necessarily be old as in it would be more of a remake. Play the Superstar Saga, but the remake version. Because I played the Inside Story and I've also played Dream Team. I'm probably not going to get the device that was to play Partners in Time. And that's not being remade. So, the best course of action would be get the remake of the first adventure and also play Bowser's Minions. Because I see myself actually playing that. This is also old too, I also wouldn't mind getting my hands on a Yoshi's Island DS. And actually, Super Mario, the first Super Mario World 3, I believe it was, that was another old game that. I mean, that's really old. I do believe that takes place on Yoshi's Island and you play as Yoshi King, Baby Mario 2. Okay, it would be Super Mario World 2. So yeah, I'd play that. So yeah, it's more Yoshi-related stuff than the main character, believe it or not. Do you think there was a reason why they skipped Partners in Time for a remake? I haven't seen the entirety of it. So I can't really know for sure on that. It was because it was too dark, another one was because of the controls, but... Maybe it's because they just wanted to, uh... Give Bowser a show, shot too. Or Bowser's Minions, and... In that game, there really isn't much to do. It was based on the actual storyline. Because Bowser doesn't actually help Mario, so there's... No reason, if that's what they're thinking, although, if that's the case, we could've just had the troops take over Bowser Castle, and then you play as Bowser himself and rally up his troops and claim back your castle, I mean, it'd be a separate adventure within the same timeline, but you just have less interaction between the Mario Bros and Bowser than what normally would be. That sounds like a pretty neat idea, just, it'll, it'll just be like a about yeah, I mean, if that could actually work, if I mean, if that was the reason, then I actually solved your problem, Nintendo. You're welcome. I do have to agree. I would definitely say that the controls part of the game when you get into battles is kind of complicated because you have to press one button like right after the next if you do one of the special attacks, and it's just. Hard to, for me, it's just hard to keep up. I actually have the game, and I do have a little bit of experience. Well, I never played it, so I don't know firsthand. I've only been using A and B, or as Bowser X and Y. What do you think is the most interesting fact about Nintendo? Actually, I didn't bother to do a bit of research 
Which, and I found out that Nintendo didn't start out as a gaming company, but actually a card-making company, as in a playing card-making company, way back, like a hundred years ago or so, not even more than a hundred years ago or something. And, and they uh, made cards to built to a certain extent around the anti-gambling laws in Japan. Who would have known about that? I've done some research about that too, and I found that it was founded in like 1889, which sounds crazy because like you would think Nintendo, oh, they they make video games. They must have been like formed in the 60s or the 70s, but <laughs> they've been around for quite some time. <laughs> like, how do like how does a video game company start before the inception of the video game market, but Nintendo somehow did it. It was actually a family-owned business. In the 50s, they figured out that they were probably, they couldn't go any further with their card making, and they actually tried, like, different stuff, like, like, a taxi service, um... Oh, I remember reading about that now. Yeah, but that, they all remember, so... Yeah, I think it was a change of leadership, then, and that, and this, and this is where the bizarre part comes in. The, the new owner wanted to head into the video game market, and yet he like never played a video game before in his life, and he had no interest in them. But yeah, anyway, they just tried a bunch of different stuff, and they just fell short, and then they somehow got success in the gaming industry around the 70s, and then in 81, they released Donkey Kong, and that became, like, one of their biggest successes ever. An actually interesting story about Donkey Kong, you may, I think you might already know this, but it was actually a repurposed game console from a different game that fell under. So Nintendo was like, Wait, let's make another game so we can use the same machines, not after, like, we work it from the ground up. And that's what they did with, to, with to Donkey Kong. That's how Donkey Kong came to be. I've also read that they made this other arcade game, which was, it was called EVR Race. And the game was very complex, like, you, you had to have six players, and you had... And it was about this horse race, and you had to predict that which horse was going to win the race. And the problem with the machines that they made, uh, they, they just kept breaking down, and, and they kind of learned the hard, the hard way that it's difficult to maintain and build machine complex and big machines like those. Hey, if Nintendo ever wants to actually head back into that, uh, just contact Sega. They've made some decent arcade games throughout the years, and they actually have a uh, good franchise in Daytona, USA, which is now in its third generation and was released in 2017-2018. So Sega still has some pr prominence in that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, Dada actually wants to do that. They can just call Sega, like, hey, can you teach us? And we can help you do with Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> what was the worst decision you thought Nintendo made as a company? 
You know, I could say a bunch. I mean, actually, the Strikers franchise part it comes into mind because it's. I think it's too, too uh, extreme for what would be a normal Mario spin-off sports game. But no, I. Uh, the more I think about it, that's not it. I mean, that's just me personally. But what I really think was that Super Mario Bros. movie, which Nintendo eventually said, no, we're not, we don't agree with this. It's like that 90s or something movie. There was no beach in that movie! The Goombas weren't even Goombas. I think we can all agree that movie was just terrible. Personally, I haven't That's seen a... it, but... Oh, don't. <laughs> don't! <laughs> I mean, you can! I mean, it probably isn't that bad, uh... Movie-wise, it's probably, like, average at best. But they completely but butcher butcher everything Mario. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing is canon. Like, none of... Like, there, of there's, like, there's no thing that does make sense. But, I mean, most of it, it does not make sense. I'll believe it at that. I mean, you can ask me more, but it's <laughs> definitely not a Mario-like movie. It's more like a, it's more like someone tried to make a rip-off. So, like, Peach isn't in there, so they put Daisy in instead. Yoshi doesn't even look like himself, he looks like an actual dinosaur. Mario looks way older compared to his brother. The Goombas don't look like Goombas. Bowser doesn't even look like Bowser, and I don't think even the Toads do. The Bob-Ons are smaller, although that's a small detail. Believe it or not, this actually may be relevant, but they had the Mario Bros. last name as Mario, so then now there's, there might be a debate out there whether Nintendo actually agrees with that part or not. Whether Mario Bros.' last name is actually Mario, which would mean Mario's full name is Mario Mario. <laughs> I mean, I've seen in 2K a player generated with called Wade Wade. I mean, that's like, why would you name someone like that? That same case applies here. Why would you name your character Mario Mario? Same especially if he's the, especially if he's the uh, franchise character, like your top character. So I mean, that's what I can remember. So I recommend you do not watch that movie unless you're like torturing yourself with stuff that isn't actually true, for whatever reason. Viewer <laughs> <laughs> discretion. This movie is totally not accurate to what's actually recorded within the universe. And you will be upset and may rage. Your discretion is advised. Alright, I'll be sure to keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> If you watch it, you'll see how bad it is. <laughs> uh, we, didn't, we watched it with when it was partly running, and both and me and my brother both agreed that seriously, <laughs> that's a good move. This is not a good movie. I mean, I think the group links were trying to 
do something with involving Goombas. That's not even a Bowser thing to do! I'm just shaking my head like, right now, like, what was in the mind of the producer or the director when making this? And why didn't Nintendo actually approve it to be released if they saw it beforehand? I think, I think there was more than one screw loose with that movie. Within yeah. the production and the release. So, stay away from Super Mario Bros. The movie. Right. <laughs> On the opposite end, there's a... Which might be more Mario 64-ish, but within modern Mario Day graphics? I saw previews of that on YouTube. I might actually watch that. Uh, no, I probably will watch that. Hopefully they don't screw up like they did with the previous one, which... <laughs> I have a feeling if, if they do screw up, it will not be as horrific as the other one. At, like, it's already looking like they're taking a major step forward with this. Let's hope they do. So kudos to you. <laughs> Although it's supposed to not be out until 2022 or something. Yeah, but this movie does show promise. I hope it'll be good. Well, I'm done with the worst decision Nintendo ever made. That's all <laughs> I have to say here. Do you think you will still play video games from Nintendo in the future? Will I? Yes. When? Like, when throughout my life? That's a question in and of itself. Let's say... It's just more of... It's more of, what do I have at my disposal right now on what system compared to the other games I have? It's not over a matter of, will I? It's a matter, be a matter of, when will I? Let's say, like, about ten years later. Oh, I think it'll be earlier than that. I think it'll be, like, if I get a Switch and Smash Bros, I'm playing Smash. Or if I'm getting a Switch and Rabbit's Invasion, I'm playing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just more of when do I get a Switch and the games, I think. That's probably I will answer that question. Was, that really was a short answer question for me. It's more, yeah, I'm, I can definitely see myself still playing Nintendo games for a bit. Like, I don't intend on stopping soon, but there's just a bunch of other games that I also like that's out there. That is also out there, so... I also just like going business to you, so... It just is... who knows. Can't wait to see what they come up with next. <laughs> well, Nintendo has been creating some ingenious stuff, I would say. Okay, well, I think that just about wraps that up. Alrighty then. Alright, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Hey, it's not a problem. Not a problem at all. Actually enjoyed it a bit. Video games from Nintendo has always been my go-to area for when I need a relaxing break. I can remember when I played Mario Kart DS for the very first time. It was my first ever game from Nintendo, and I would play it for many hours to come. Of course, I play the newer games that recently came out, 
but sometimes I like to relive the moments of my childhood and remember when times were much simpler back then. With that being said, thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope that all of you listeners were able to learn something about Nintendo and how they became such a huge success today.